Thanks for tuning in to the second season of Let the Truth Talk. My name is Tara. And my name is Tandia. This season, we will be talking about some common misconceptions around sexual violence in our society. These misconceptions can prevent victims from speaking out, seeking help, and holding perpetrators responsible for the assault. When dismantling the myths around sexual violence, the facts should always come first. Getting the facts and dismantling these myths are an important step in ending sexual violence and finding ways to best support survivors of sexual violence. Follow along with us as we break down the myths and the truths of sexual violence. We would like to honor and acknowledge the traditional lands of Treaty 7, upon which YWCA Banff is located. We recognize that we have a responsibility to understand our history and the spirit and intent of Treaty 7 so that we can honor the past, be aware of the present, and build a just and caring future. Before we get started, we just wanted to give a listener's note. While we're talking about sexual violence, the topic of sex, sexual assault, and other forms of violence are brought up in our conversations. Listener discretion is advised. Today's truth. A person's behavior, attitude, or appearance, so their dress or clothing, never provokes, invites, or justifies sexual assault. Regardless of how you dressed, what you had to drink, or where you were, you were a victim of violent crime, and the perpetrator is 100% responsible for the assault. Anyone, regardless of age, sex, class, race, religion, sexual identity, occupation, or physical appearance, can be sexually assaulted. This topic just gets me raging. I think this is one of the main reasons why we still see uh, issues with victim blaming or victims feeling responsible for what happened to them, as well as just media's uh, portrayal of victims in with regards to sexual crimes. I sometimes don't even know what to say to this because it seems so wild that we would blame anyone for a violent crime because of what they were wearing. Like in what world does my clothes dictate your actions? Or because I was friendly and polite, why does that give you the opportunity to then uh, assault me? You can, like, why is it I'm friendly and polite to everybody that I meet? One person decides to, to assault. So why am I to blame when I'm friendly to 20 other people and none of them choose to assault the person? And then one person does, but it's then the victim's fault for being friendly. Yeah. That, that that logic doesn't sit well. No, and like with with this topic, the the clothing comes up so much and it's something we touched on in a previous episode with the uh what were they wearing? Yeah. With which ranged from sweats, tracksuits to dresses. Yeah, I think when it was the art exhibit, um the survivor had been at a basketball game and that's when her assault happened and someone asked her what she was wearing and she was like a t-shirt and a basketball jersey. What else do you wear to an event? I was wearing the same thing as everybody else. So why was it me? Because again, that perpetrator decided to harm you, not because of what you were wearing. Yeah, and there's been slowly coming out, kind of, is skit the right way to say it? Like kind of mocking this mentality of, of they were asking for it. Oh, yes. And like, 
sorry, the one in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and they come in, um, and she's shows up to lunch, and she's got a bib on, and then she just starts eating someone else's spaghetti. And they're like, what are you doing? And she's like, obviously I was asking for it. Yeah. If that's how things are decided, I am going to... Call we can all pull in Jeff Bezos. And just strap on our, <laughs> our space suit and call ourselves astronauts. There you go. Boom. Everyone's gone to space. <laughs> asking for it. <laughs> Okay, but in all seriousness, this is this is a myth that needs to to be ended right here, right now. Yeah, um, I'm gonna read out just a couple of uh, public incidences that um, are where the survivor was blamed for the assault, and I just want to everyone to hear hear how this sounds and reflect on it. So, in 2006, um, a rapist in Manitoba was given no jail time because, according to the judge, the 26-year-old woman, who was forced into intercourse in the woods along a highway, met the rapist under inviting circumstances. He noted that her and her friends were wearing tube tops with no bra, high heels, and plenty of makeup. And... I think that's frustrating because there's been so many levels of the legal system that have just failed those victims because there was the the police report, there was uh, lawyers, there were was a judge making that decision based on this case that what the person was wearing affected this person's ability to not cause harm. Another one, which, yeah. A word of advice from a cop to a group of 10 female students in Toronto. You know, I think we're beating around the bush here. I've been told I'm not supposed to say this. However, women should avoid dressing like sluts in order not to be victimized. So here are two examples where the people that are supposed to be protecting us and enforcing us are enforcing these negative messages upon young women and anybody of any gender, reinforcing the victim blaming. Yeah, and then let's say that uh, people who were present for that conversation that uh, officer was then their first point of contact after an assault or, or um, them needing help. Would they then want to turn to that officer knowing their beliefs? Absolutely not. I think that, um, well, there's actually stats to show that most women don't report. We know that, what is it, uh, uh, like 70 or 80% of cases go unreported. And then the majority of those that are reported, the person feels re-victimized during the process and doesn't want to go about it. And if that's what we're showing our survivors, it's perpetuating the problem. What other violent crime is the victim blamed for what's happened? Yeah, it's, it's frustrating to talk about. Yeah, uh, this is the last one I'm going to read. Um, this one is from Italy. So... Um, in 1999, the Italian Supreme Court um, overturned a rape conviction because the justices felt that the victim was wearing tight jeans, so she must have helped her assaulter remove her jeans, thereby, thereby implying consent. Really? <laughs> and that, like, after everything that we talked about with what consent is, by no means would that fall under a consensual sexual act. No. 
enthusiastic, ongoing, clear body language. None of those are included in that. Just because, yeah. <laughs> and this, so this whole myth needs to be debunked or needs to be um, addressed in a, in a whole societal way. So if we think about school uniform or school dress codes, um, quite often the dress code is more restrictive for what women or girls or those who present as women or girls are meant to wear or not wear mm -hmm. in their school. Quite often the purpose behind those dress codes are so that they're not a distraction to the boys. Which is insane. I think that like that just encompasses the shift that needs to be made. Let's stop sexualizing our little girls and our or sexualizing any of our kids, and teaching us to just accept no and boundaries and not put the emphasis on the person to stop the assault, but to stop people from assaulting in the first place. And we've seen kind of these. Uh, silent protests about uh, sexualizing what women are wearing in the um, 2020 Olympics um, in subtle ways. I, I just found out that it's um, uh, athletes can get disqualified for protesting like um, like what Black Panthers did back in the day kind of thing. So all of these protests have to be pretty subtle but oh. so the German gymnastics team wore a unitard and this is the first time it's happened um, because they were tired of being sexualized for wearing their small kind of standard bikini cut uniform while they're doing these high intensity skills um, at this elite level. It was also a big controversy, the um, netball, handball team, right. where were they from? Netherlands? But instead of wearing tiny, tiny bikini bottoms, they chose to wear shorts. And that was a huge thing. And their um, governing body actually fined them for not wearing the tiny bikini bottoms. And I looked up the difference between what men were meant to wear and what women were meant to wear. And it, for women, it was like midriff must be shown. Um, bikini bottoms a must for men it was like loose baggy shorts singlets like still things that you're comfortable and able to play in but it's no longer showcasing or sexualizing a body it's just things that make you better able to perform the sport you're competing at the olympic level at and it's crazy that it's 2021 and that this is just happening now wow that blows my mind. Good for those teams for standing up for what they want. And with all this, if you want to wear a tight shirt and bikini bottoms, because that's what you feel comfortable in, fly at her. But nobody else should be dictating what you wear because that's what they think you should wear. It's your body. You put on it what you want. These gymnasts want to wear comfortable clothes that they can do their sport in. They should be able to do this. Why does anyone else have the right to tell me what I put on my body? Exactly, and that's the, the whole concept of this myth, is your uh, behavior, your attitude, your appearance should never affect whether or not you're being assaulted or not. Buying it back, what you're wearing does not influence the behavior of, the, of others, period. It's yeah. their choice.
Please let us know what you think of this episode in the comments and what you'd like to be featured in future seasons. Remember to like and subscribe to be notified of future episodes. And if you like what we're doing, please share our podcast. You can find us at harmonyproject.ca or send us an email at yps at ywcabanff.ca. The Harmony Project's diverse stakeholders, through expertise and experience, are working together to end sexualized violence in the Bow Valley. The Harmony Project is funded by the Ministry of Community and Social Services on behalf of the Government of Alberta.